I always say that I'm recovering perfectionist. And so it's really easy to be focused on what you don't have, what you're trying to accomplish. And I'm definitely... I, I definitely still strive for things. I have goals I set every year. I've been more intentional about setting yearly goals and quarterly goals, having check-ins, reflections. But it's also key to take the time to be grateful about what you already have. And that's really what this this episode is all about. So you get to learn a little bit more about me, what I've been able to, to do. Uh, it's coming up. Uh, I'll share some about that, but really about my family and what, what centers me. Are you looking for a place to continue to grow and develop, especially in your leadership? How about connecting with others who feel the same way? Hi, I'm Paul Ferrandi, aka Incredible, and I've got great news for you. The Incredible community is for people who desire to become the most incredible versions of themselves. The community is for individuals who are goal-driven and action-oriented. This community is dedicated to leadership and personal growth, especially in going deeper in your career, starting a business, or developing a business. Join me in becoming the most incredible version of yourself. Go to incredible.org slash community to join the waitlist and sign up. I-N-C-R-E-D-I-Paul dot org slash community. Join the waitlist. I can't wait to see you there. Turn this up. Turn this up. Your professional development is one of the keys to your career success. When you combine your desire to grow with actionable steps, your journey to success becomes an incredible reality. Hi, I'm Paul Faranbi, and welcome to Incredible Paul Leadership, where we learn on become the most incredible versions of ourselves by learning from each other. Today, I want to talk to you about thankfulness and gratitude. It's the week of Thanksgiving, the week where a lot of family typically comes into town, or maybe it's already in town, but really a time for family and th- and thankfulness. And I want to talk to you about what I'm thankful for and why being grateful is important. So if you've been following me for a while, you know what I do at Incredible. I empower the professional development of students and young professionals in STEM. And really, that started off from when I was in college, helping with different workshops and conferences and mentorship. And it's grown from there. It's been phenomenal. But three specific things I want to highlight as far as being thankful for. One is my relationship with God. I say that I'm I'm a person of faith. I'm upfront about that. It really inspires everything I do. Second thing is my family. I have a beautiful wife, beautiful in-laws, beautiful immediate family that I'm so thankful for. And the third thing is my business and all the stuff that I do. So if this offends you, definitely you can skip past it. It's not going to offend me, but my personal relationship with God as being as a person of faith. So that really fuels everything I do as far as really keeps me centered. It provides my purpose as far as why I do certain things. Because one of the things I get often asked is, why do you do this? What keeps you going when things aren't going well or when you're not, you're not seeing results? And that all comes down to the relationship I have with God that he's put on my heart for 
specifically students and young professionals, and then on the minorities, helping minorities or underrepresented people, so if I do on the nonprofit side. So I'm really passionate about helping people because I was helped along the way. I was mentored. I was able to seek out people, and people were able, also able to help me answer the questions that I had. And so that really fuels me. But I also know it's, I can't do it except for the grace of God. And so that really inspires me. It keeps me motivated. There are days that are easier than others. And like, I, God is there to help me. And also the right relationships are key as well. So that leads into the second thing I'm thankful for is family and really relationships as a whole. So I mentioned I have a beautiful wife. We've been married since July of 2022, July 17th specifically. And it's just been a great journey learning more about myself as well as with her, learning what it means to be married, prioritizing her, our relationship. Definitely not perfect. (laughs) I don't know if she'd be the first one to tell you, but I definitely have opportunities. I mean, we've all opportunities. It's part of being human, but really fostering that relationship and doing more with our relationship and like it all comes down to uh, us putting God at our center of our, our relationship from the very beginning and that's helped us and we continue to grow and develop so our relationship with my wife also my relationship with my family so I am fortunate enough to have a, a really great family people have nothing but great things to say about my family I feel like a lot of people might say that but everywhere we go, people talk about my mom all the time. And people ask me, like, how are you always smiling, you always happy? I would say I'm not always happy, but I'm really intentional about my facial expressions and trying to, even if things are seemingly not going great, focusing on the positive. And I would say a lot of that stuff I learned from my mom, uh, Juliana. So shout out to you, mom. Like, really, without you, I'm not here. And it's really, I'm thankful to God for all that you have done in my life. You have taught me what it means to be thankful. You've taught taught me what it means to be patient. You've taught me what it really means to be a leader in the home. Like, the first several years, us growing up, my my dad is an, an engineer. So he traveled a lot for the nature of his work, traveled all over the country and international time, sometimes months at a time to, to provide for our family. And I'm thankful that he was able to do that, to provide for us. But then my mom really raised us from when I was really young to, I, I, I've mentioned that I'm an immigrant. So my family came to the United States when I was just four years old. I went to a private, a private school for a couple of years, so a Christian school. And from there, opportunity had itself that my dad was able to go internationally for a longer period of time. And so he was able to convince the company to have his whole family there. So we went to Ireland for about five months. And from there, it was around when school was starting. We went like right in the summer. Have you enjoyed listening to the Incredible Paul podcast? Are you looking for a way to support it? Or maybe you just want some swag? Check out the Incredible Paul store today. We have shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, hats, stickers, and so much more. Go to IncrediblePaul.org, I-N-C-R-E-D-I-Paul.org, and click on the store link. Or go to the link in my socials bio and click on the Incredible Paul shop. 
Looking forward to seeing your incredible look. We were there when school started, and so my mom had had it on her heart to homeschool us, and so I started getting homeschooled in second grade. My younger brother in kindergarten and my other two siblings following that, they were homeschooled throughout. And so really the foundation she put on myself, like for my parents, but I especially want to highlight my mom. I've had my dad on the, the podcast a couple of times, whether it was like the things like the third episode or fourth episode, he shared about emotional intelligence and then the collab with the Chris podcast. So if you want to highlight my mother, um, haven't I, I don't think I've talked about her much on the podcast. I really should do more about that. And really that came about being intentional about a guest I'm about to have on the show who has a, a book coming out. So Manage Like a, a Mother. It's a preview because at, at this point, her episode hasn't come out, but you'll see it, uh, Valerie Cockrell, and talks about the leadership of a mother. So that made me start reflecting of all the stuff my mom had done in my life from the very basis of being homeschooled, which many people might not even know about that, about that I was homeschooled from second to eighth grade, went to public school in high school, went to college, went into my career. Uh, so definitely my relationship with my mom, my relationship with my dad, as far as all the stuff that he's done in leadership, especially emotional intelligence. I mentioned that he's been on the show a couple of times and he, the growth I've seen in him. So I mentioned that we're all human. We all have our opportunities but the growth I saw from him when I was younger because like in elementary school I like honestly we did not really get along and through like even middle school or high school that we became best of friends so he I know he talks about that when he does emotional in intelligence training so it's not something I'm just putting him on blast dad so my dad Sunday Harambe uh, as far as what he's been able to accomplish and he is living proof as far as the transformation that you can have when you you go through your emotional intelligence and you continually try to learn and to grow not like he's not perfect I'm not perfect no one is perfect like I I always stress that because it's really easy to get caught up in you guys, you see snippets of this. Like, yes, I have longer episodes. I put out in Crowdpaw Leadership. I have six minute Saturdays. I'm doing more stuff in Crowdpaw Community coming up. I have coaching than I do. But that is not my entire life. I, I try to highlight uh, sometimes as far as opportunities, things I've struggled with, because whatever you may think as far as my life, like, I, by God's grace, it, it's going great. There are, there's always something going on. So keep that in mind where it's a famous person or maybe even friends that you see. Just because you don't see them struggling doesn't mean that everything is together, everything is going fine. And so that's also why I'm really intentional about the relationships I have with people, like trying to stay connected with them to make sure that they're good. I, and being really, really being intentional about encouraging people. So that is one of my gifts is the gift of encouragement, like really the words of affirmation. Like I receive that and I try to, to give people that back as well. And not just in a, a cheesy way or just kind of blanket statement. I, I literally look for the things that people are good at. People are doing well. And I try to highlight that between my wife. I mentioned my mother, my father, and even my, my siblings. So just to tell you, like, uh, the grace of God of, of our family. So 
everyone in my family is an engineer except my mom, but my mom is the one that raised all of us. So she's the reason that we're able to develop in our scientific skills to become engineers. So I think that's a remarkable feat in itself. I have a brother, Daniel, who's doing great things. He's getting his PhD at NYU. So shout out to Daniel RMB. He's doing great things. I'm really proud of you, bro. Um, he was on the podcast as well, along with my sister. So they shared some perspectives between grad school and undergrad. And though since then, now my sister Esther Farumbi is now working full time. So she's at Whirlpool Corporation doing great things there, loving life as a full time engineer, adjusting to it. Uh, but it, it's been really cool to see her grow. Like I tease her all the time, and like as any older siblings, I'm I'm the oldest sibling, is that. I'm seven years older than her, so I remember when she was born, holding her, uh, really taking care of her, <laughs> making like funny stories between us about making her mac and cheese the cheesy way uh, that we laugh about sometimes, but really having those relationships. And then my brother, Matthew, as well, he's doing great things with his career, currently at Elemental Scientific doing great things as an electrical engineer there, continuing to grow in his career as well as the side business. So he's been on the podcast a couple of times, but his own standalone episode as well as the collab with his podcast. So between being an engineer and podcasting, photography, videography, doing so many great things in the, the content creation space. And so, so thankful for the family I have thankful for the relationship with God I have as well because one key thing I want to get to as far as thankfulness and gratitude is that it is really easy to get caught up in what you don't have what you don't see what you can't get instead of focusing on what you do have and so I had those there's been speakers I don't remember who said it specifically that there's always something that you can be thankful for, no matter how seemingly small it is. So first off, I just took a breath. Thankful for the ability to take another breath. Thankful for life. Just the very basis. And then I have clothes on. I have shoes. I, have, I can pick out different shoes to wear. Not everyone has that. And if you're listening to this podcast, you have technology. You have the ability to interact with it and learn from it, whether it's from yours directly that you're doing it on YouTube. So if you're not watching on YouTube, I, I always push for that. I think it's a better experience. I've been told my facial reactions or facial expressions are engaging, so... Try not to work more on that. But really, if you have the technology to be able to listen to this podcast, if you have a car, you have a phone, like really, I know a lot of people that listen to my podcast are in the United States. So living in a country that you have freedoms, you can do a lot of things that like even at the very beginning, the fact I can speak freely about what I believe as far as my personal relationship with God, or you can freely believe, like maybe you don't believe in God, you believe in, in something else, you believe in yourself, the elements, whatever it is, you have that freedom as well. So that's something you can be thankful for. So just the very essence of that 
it helps keep you centered because you can get into the whole like I always said that I'm recovering perfectionist. And so it's really easy to be focused on what you don't have, what you're trying to accomplish. And I'm definitely I, I definitely still strive for things. I have goals I set every year. I've been more intentional about setting yearly goals and quarterly goals, having check-ins, reflections. But it's also key to take the time to be grateful about what you already have. And that's really what this this episode is all about. So you get to learn a little bit more about me, what I've been able to, to do. Uh, it's coming up. I'll share some about that, but really about my family and what, what centers me. Also, my my in-laws as far as all of them. So it's uh, married life is, is still pretty new to me, about a year and a half in. Uh, but I've been blessed with really great in-laws. So definitely want to shout out uh, Beth Zachary, Elizabeth Zachary. So my mother-in-law, she is one of the kindest people I have ever met. Just has a giving heart. Just every time I interact with her, it's, it's just a joy because I can tell that she's really living out her purpose in helping others is is all she's for whether it's as as simple as all the stuff she's able to do for my wife and I's wedding or anytime she's has people over she you can tell that she's really not gonna rest until she has everyone else uh, feels good is on and everyone else is having a good time and then also her husband Keith Zachary as well he is oh first off he's a wealth of information so I don't know, Keith, we've talked about this at some point, if you're listening, as far as if you've done any trivia competitions or trivia shows, whatever it is, but I think you'd be really good at that. Anytime we're watching something or doing something, he he always has a, a really interesting fact or fun fact about it, and that's something I really admire about him, but he also, between Beth and Keith, they are really, they really care about have making people have a good experience a lot of times like between our families whether like this week for thanksgiving um, i'm excited so like my family and my my in-laws are going to be in town uh so we'll get we'll get to celebrate that together and i know that's unique because not everyone has good relationships with their in-laws or even their immediate family uh, but with my family and my wife's family we've had we may have great relationships so definitely something I'm really thankful for. The last thing I want to talk to you about, or maybe not the last thing, but the next thing I want to talk to you about is the business side of things. So I've talked about working in different careers, work for four different Fortune 500 companies at this point, which is not something I really planned to do. It was just the way my career evolved and grew as I sought out different things I was interested in. But Really, in the last three plus years, to be able, three and a half years now, to be able to live out my purpose and what I do with Incredipal and with Nala's STEM. So I mentioned that and like when I talk about it, it just puts a smile on my face because for me, it doesn't really matter about the money. Um, half the time, at least definitely with Nala STEM, that does not really make me any money. It's a nonprofit. It's fully funded from the stuff I do with Incredipal or personally so every time we're, we're doing different things when i when we're speaking instead of me taking the, the money for myself i'll pour it into nala stem because i know 
the value that mentorship has and really impacted the next generation. And then also for people who to see someone that looks like them is so key. So I think if you're if you're not a minority, it might not be something that you you don't understand as much. Not to say that you can't understand, but just not something that you may have experienced. I think empathy is real, compassion is real, but how, being in the situation is also real. And I think it it gives you better perspective when you've been in that situation. Are you wondering what's next? Has everything you tried failed? Or maybe you just feel stuck? Then coaching might be right for you. The coaching relationship is a relationship totally centered on you. If you're tired of running on the hamster wheel of life and want to start to see results, reach out to Incredipal for help. So what are you waiting for? Go to incredipal.org slash coaching. I-N-C-R-E-D-I-P-A-U-L dot org slash coaching or at I am Incredipal on all my socials. Or you can click the link in the bio for your free coaching session. I want to make sure you become the most incredible version of yourself. So just keep in mind, like as people are, you're going in different careers, you're trying to do different things, maybe even trying to be an entrepreneur and you're looking around and trying to see, okay, I want to, I want to do this. Maybe like for myself personally, I want to be in the podcast space. I want to do something in leadership. And you look around and all the people that are doing it are not people that look like you. And so they're instantly, whether it is conscious or unconscious, and there's a lot of stuff that is unconscious in the emotional intelligence space that you go way into, and I'm honestly still learning, but I'm not going to talk about that. But a lot of this stuff as far as imposter syndrome can set in because when you don't see people that look like you, you may wonder if you're even meant to do it. And so that's why for me, it all comes down to my relationship with God, my foundation, as far as understanding that even when things are hard, when things are seemingly not going the right way, that I lean on what God is telling me, what the Holy Spirit is telling me to do. And so uh, that keeps me going. That keeps me fueled. Whether it is with people who agree with what I believe in, all I know is that I'm here to help you become the most incredible version of yourself. So that's my purpose. That really inspires me every day I wake up. And so I've worked for a lot of different companies over the last three plus years. And really throughout that time, I've been doing stuff with Nalastem for over three years. Incredible since April of 2020. Before that, a lot of it was just completely voluntary. So I was able to help launch a, a before that, it wasn't a nonprofit. I mean, we, we formulated it to a nonprofit, but really alumni association for people who are underrepresented in STEM really started right after I started working, right after I graduated. So I graduated December 2016. I was a part of the Louis Stokes Alliance for, Louis Stokes Alliance for Minority Participation. And so there's a local alliance called Inspire, Iowa, Illinois, Nebraska, STEM Partnership in Research and Education. And that one was headquartered or really the lead institution was at Iowa State University, not the Ohio State, Iowa State. Always have to enunciate that. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the, the banner up there, Cyclones, always representing whatever I can. 
so that was where it started at least more formally but even while i was in college that there's always been this thing on my heart to help people and to connect people so uh, there's something i can i can say pretty confidently is that i'm really good with connecting with people and networking so to speak because i genuinely genuinely want to learn more about you what makes you tick what what inspires you what you're afraid of because even if it because a lot of times this happens and i haven't i don't realize it until someone tells me is that just that interaction that i might say something whether it's a positive word or uh, a thought that you might have thought of that can inspire you in the right direction and so even before i was formally trained as a coach with maxwell leadership and and in speaking a lot of that stuff was already in me and I just had to develop it. So that's one thing. And this sticks out to me uh, from when I had Neil Hobson on the podcast. I think I was episode 14. So way back in the archives, he was talking about like talent and what he does because he's a phenomenally talented individual. And just because you're talented doesn't mean you don't have to work hard. If anything, when you're talented, you have to work harder. So what he talked about is, oh, people talking about your giftedness, your talents, but yes, you have gifts and talents, but you have to work to for it to look good. The, really, the difference between being gifted and talented and not being is that when you're gifted or talented, the amount of effort or the amount of success you're going to see going forward is compounded so it's compounded so you're you at work for x amount of hours you're gonna get y input getting to the math and stem which is my background but the other person maybe works the same amount but they're only gonna get half the amount of impact so just because you're gifted or talented does not mean you can sit back and not do anything with it if anything you have to do more with it because you're gifted it as talentedness it makes room for you. It's been said that your gift makes room for you. What does it make room for you? It makes room for you to do what God has called you to do. So with Incredible Paul, with the podcast, with Incredible Paul Leadership, the rebrand with Six Minute Saturdays, it has been incredible, pun intended, what God hasn't been doing as far as opening up doors uh, with doing more stuff with coaching and now doing stuff with the community and then more stuff that I'm, I'm looking forward to as far as just connecting with more people. And as I lean more into this podcast space, there's been people, but I've been in the process of helping some people and in the process of looking into what it looks like to be a podcast producer. So that that is new for me as far as not doing my own podcast but helping other people do their podcast so that's something i've been doing more of and working on so that's coming next year there's some things i'm gonna focus on this year trying to and get that started get that moving but really i hope this episode so far you're, you've got something from it if anything just to for you to take the time to reflect on what you're thankful for and so my plan is for december i'll take some time to do some reflection as far as goal setting and planning for the next year so staying on the podcast is going to keep me accountable 
because goal setting is good, but you also have to have that reflection piece to look back. And so I was reflecting as far as there's a conference I go to in October of LSMRCE, Lewis Oaks Midwest Regional Center for Excellence. And so we went to it and I was looking back at the previous year and some of the, the PowerPoint decks and different stuff we had shared. And looking back, I saw a lot of growth as far as, first of all, I was still in the first year of podcasting, still hadn't really determined if I was going to be doing podcasting full force. So at that point, I was only doing episodes once a month. Secondly, I I think I had just submitted for having my trademark, and now I have my trademark uh, as far as that Incredible is something I own and I'm the only one that can use it in business with the, the podcasting, the speaking and video form, all that stuff. So that's been exciting. But just looking back just a year that I didn't, I hadn't done anything with video podcasts yet. It would only have been audio. And from there I had like an audio blog that I did. Secondly, my domain name. So I was still using paulfarumb.com as my domain name, which I still own that domain and it reroutes to incredible.org, but I still use that. I was still using an Outlook email as my professional one, which I have like a Gmail and stuff I use for like her personal stuff. I had the Outlook for a lot of stuff I was doing with Incredible. And so since then, just after a year, all the domain stuff has been set. Like I've been on YouTube looking back at, at that point from October to October, October, 2022, October, 2023, put out over 200 videos on YouTube. We'll say a lot of those have been reels because I've been trying to lean more into the short content space, but just the sheer number of, of posts that I've been putting out as far as reels, as far as episodes as well. So for October, like I said, I was putting out episodes once a month. So by October, October 2022, 10 episodes. October 2023 had 44 episodes by the end of October. So almost more than tripled, quadrupled the amount of episodes I have just hit in a year. And that's with the addition of also putting out videos for the episodes, putting out the reels as far as creating the, the shorter for comment, the captions, the thumbnails, which I'm still learning all of that stuff. And also I was doing all of the editing before. Now I have a friend that I'm fortunate enough to help and uh, pay him to do a majority of my edit- editing for Incredible Leadership as well as Six Minute Saturdays. So if you are someone that needs someone to help you with editing, um, I can definitely help you myself, but I have a friend that he's went to school for that as far as videography, photography, he has a skill. So if you're looking for someone, I can definitely connect you with him. So Stony Hunt, um, give him a plug. He's been doing great stuff, um, working with me as far as what I want, how he can create really He's been on this journey with me. I mean, we've been friends um, since we were like 11 years old. So like we've been friends for coming up on 20 years now. It's it's kind of crazy to say that loud to be friends with someone for almost 20 years that that so he he's been helpful and I know he's been doing more stuff 
to um, as far as creating his portfolio and doing more stuff with his overall brand. So I'm excited for what he's going to do and what he continues to do. Another reason for being thankful and being grateful, I think, is if you're doing that, I would put a, a timestamp on it or date it. Like for me, selfish plug for me, I have this video or podcast I can go back to of November, Thanksgiving, 2023. These are things I'm thankful for. These sort of things I'm talking about. And so this is a moment of time. And then you can reflect back after a few weeks, a month, years, 10 years, 20 years, as far as what, how things have changed, how things have grown. And so that is a key thing. So like the next episode, I talk with someone in that I've known since 2015. And so he's done a lot of great things. We specifically talk about some stuff he's been doing in the entrepreneurial space. So I'm super excited for that. But we were talking about the success journey and this whole idea of being patient with yourself, continuing to grow, and also being grateful. So we talk about that as well. So I'm excited for that. And also the different people have had opportunity to have on the podcast. So I have them as far as me being in a podcast game, I'm still fairly new in the game, still learning a lot, but being able to have experienced professionals like Jody Mayberry. So shout out to him and his show, Jody Mayberry's show, and to Gil Dormius. So he is really good at what he does. Um, done a 10 plus years as well. The Alexa Curtis, what she's done with the Be Fearless Summit and what she's continuing to do with her 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 specific brand with uh, be fearless and just being continuing to grow in your development and really her focus on young professionals especially female young professionals to show them what it means to be successful i think is powerful and then really the just the last podcast jonathan javier so just i didn't get to talk about it on that podcast because really it was focused on him and we talked briefly about how he got connected but just the the sequence of events so of really getting connected with him was it's mind-blowing as you think about it because he is someone that he talks about has over two million subscribers followers across all his platforms and he's leading a very successful business called one salting and so they do a lot of stuff turning underdog. The whole idea is turning underdogs into winners. So that really resonated with me as far as learning or, or really connecting with people who need the most help and helping them to get into the, the, the dreams or jobs of the, that they've always wanted to get into. So really from, I think it was like 2020, um, from a lot of stuff he had been posting on LinkedIn. I think he was still working at the time or working for a company at the time, the Snapchats or Googles of the world. And then he had been doing all this one salting stuff on the side, speaking speaking multiple times a week. I still don't know how he was doing this, but it just shows the drive he has. But it really shows the power of networking, the power of staying connected with the people on LinkedIn. So at the time, I was just, I stay connected with him because I really enjoyed his content, the stuff that he was sharing. I thought it was 
I was trying to learn more about what it, the career search, the job search looked like, because I'm always trying to learn and develop. I mean, I've been doing it. I've been able to work at different companies, but I also want to learn from other people's experience, other people who are considered professionals in the in the space. And so got connected with him then, was able to have someone from his organization talk to um, Nala Stem, or I think it was just Nala at the time, about the power of LinkedIn and networking. And so through through all that, just um, occasional messages or comments on his posts and reached back out this year, uh, sent an email, unable to connect with him. So over the last three plus years, like really didn't have a face-to-face conversation because I consider virtual face-to-face. And so we're able to to do that and so i'm excited um, about what he's doing and how i can continue to learn from him and grow from him get mentored from him as far as what he's done in the business space having the opportunity for that and even from the podcast the show stuff i'm able to do globally as well so talk with people from um, internationally um, in bermuda when i talk to sakudani robinson the Black Excellence Club. I, I talked to Estelle Oud um, in France. And so really what I want to highlight and what to show is that this journey of being incredible, this journey of leadership is not something that's just focused on if you're in America or in St. Louis or you're an engineer or you're in the leadership space as a trainer or coach or speaker, which all of those stuff it defined me, which is why I mentioned that it's easy for me to just rattle it off. It affects everyone. And so that's why I talk about being the most incredible version of yourself, talking to incredible people, doing incredible things so that we can become the most incredible versions of ourselves. That is something that I'm going to continue to do. It might change. It might evolve. One thing I know in, in my journey and what God has always been showing me is that what I think I'm supposed to be doing or how I think I'm supposed to be doing might not be the way, the best way to do it. So I thought specifically focus all on speaking, but then realize with the podcasting that I'm able to reach more people. Cause when you speak, you're really only impacting the people in the room for that set amount of time. When you podcast, you're able to impact people all over the world. And they can go back and listen at it, listen to it at any time, multiple times. So that was one thing God showed me as far as why I jumped into the, the podcast game full force. The other thing, as far as even speaking as a whole, is that I've noticed that a lot of, pretty much every time I've done speaking engagements, it's because someone reached out to me. I mean, there are have been times where I have I reached out or submitted some proposals, or someone has told me about a speech engagement, and I've done it but really being intentional about just doing what I do. So for me, with Nala STEM, whether it's the mentorships, the workshops we're doing, and really inspiring my team. So a lot of things I do with my team in Nala STEM. So I also mention Nala STEM as far as being thankful, but also the people involved in Nala STEM. So Anna Chikas-Mosier, my, my VP, really thankful for her. 
thankful for Nia Gilliam as far as my outreach here. She's doing great things. Thankful for Dominique Graham. She is awesome as a mentorship chair. Thankful for my wife, Jabria, being a part of it as the admin. And also for Alexis Thornton. So he's doing stuff in the web development for us. And um, well, at this point, trying to figure out who's going to be the treasurer or finance chair. So I believe we have the right person. So thankful for who's going to be, do, who's going to be doing that. So, well, I'll just say it. So for, for Myra James, so talk to her. She's been a part of Inspire. She's done a lot of great things there. She was able to lead Inspire LSAMP Alumni Committee, which is something I created with Queenster a, a while back. And so excited to have her joining the team as well. So depending on when this, this comes out, um, still trying to figure out the timing, but I know that's something that she's interested in and maybe it's not in the treasurer finance space, maybe it's in the social media space, whatever it is, but really thankful for the people that God has brought into my circle and even uh, the people who have been on the journey and still support it, but they just have other things going on in their life that they can't do it to directly. So with that is Dr. Natalie Fuentes and Dr. Lizette Tamayo. So they were the founders for Nala STEM. Uh, they came alongside me to help me to keep it going. So I could go on and on and on. I might be boring you, but honestly, maybe, maybe this episode wasn't for you. Maybe this episode was more for me just to, to talk about what I'm thankful for, what God's been doing, and in my personal relationship with him, my relationship with my family, and relationship with my business. Not even talk about in my, my physical health. That's another one. So, like, if you've been watching the episode, watching episodes, you've probably seen that I've lost a decent amount of weight. So, down over 40 pounds since the beginning of the year, which is remarkable for me because I didn't even realize I had gotten to that stage. So, um, definitely more aligned with where I was as far as my ideal weight. There's some more, some more steps I want to take because I'm just really focused on what I can do and I'm getting the results and just going to continue to move it incrementally, get 1% better each day. Like James Clear said, it compounds, but if you got anything from this episode, I want to hear from you. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, so I've been recording episodes for next year already. So I'm excited about some people are going to be on the podcast, on the show. So if you have ideas or if you want to be on the show as well, I can't promise that you'll be on the show, but I do. I will promise that I will listen and hear you out because at the end of the day, I want to make sure that people become the most incredible versions of themselves and you take the time to reflect, take this time to be thankful because the most important things in life aren't things, they are relationships. Whether it's your relationship with your Heavenly Father, what I believe, your relationship with your spouse, relationship with your parents or siblings, or really your relationship with yourself as far as how you treat yourself, how you see yourself. Whatever it is, continue to be thankful, continue to be grateful, and sooner rather than later, you will become the most incredible version 
of yourself. Thanks for listening. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. We'll see you here next time. And be incredible. Incredible. Incredible.